Welcome to Today in the Word with Pastor Bob Larson of Calvary Chapel Caldwell. Pastor Bob will be with us in just a few minutes, but first we'd like to let you know that Calvary Chapel is located on the corner of 10th and Everett, across from the library in downtown Caldwell. We have two Sunday morning services at 9.30 and 11.30. If you prefer Saturday nights, we have a Saturday night service at 7 p.m. We also have a midweek service Wednesday night at 7 p.m. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on ABC Channel 6.1. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truths in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. The title of the message is The Life of David. So if you have your Bibles open, uh, let's pick it up in 1 Samuel 16, verse 1. Now the Lord said to Samuel, How long will you mourn for Saul, seeing I have rejected him from reigning over Israel? Fill your horn with oil and go. I am sending you to Jesse, the Bethlehemite, for I have provided myself a king among his sons. And Samuel said, well, how can I go? If Saul hears, he will kill me. But the Lord said, take a heifer with you and say, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Then invite Jesse to the sacrifice and I will show you what you shall do. You shall anoint for me the one I name to you. So Samuel did what the Lord said and went to Bethlehem with the elders and Uh, The town trembled at his coming and said, Do you come peaceably? And he said, Peaceably, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Sanctify yourselves and come with me to sacrifice. Then he consecrated Jesse and his sons and invited them to the sacrifice. And so it was that when they came, that they, they looked at Elab and said, Surely the Lord's anointed is before him. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look at the appearance or at the physical stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord does not see as man sees, For man sees at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. So Jesse called Abinadab and made him pass before Samuel. And he said, neither has the Lord chosen this one. Then Jesse made Shuham pass by, and he said, neither has the Lord chosen this one. Then Jesse made seven of his sons pass before Samuel. And Samuel said to Jesse, the Lord has not chosen these. Then Samuel said to Jesse, are all of uh, the young men here? Then he said, well, there remains yet the youngest, and uh, he is out keeping the sheep. And Samuel said to Jesse, we'll send and bring him, for we will not sit down till he comes here. So he sent and brought him in, and now he was ruddy and bright-eyed and good-looking. And the Lord said, arise, anoint him, for this is the one. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brothers, and the Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. So Samuel arose and went to Ramah. Here in 1 Samuel 16, it brings us to the life of David. And I don't know how much you know about David, uh, but there's more written about David in the scriptures than anyone else except Jesus. Abraham got 12 chapters, Moses got 13, Jacob got 10, Elijah got 10. David got 65 chapters written about him, 59 references in the New Testament. So David is uh, uh, someone who we see a lot written about in the scriptures. And God has given us David's life to learn from. And, you know, when we look at his life, we, we looked at Saul last week, and we look at David this week, and, and there's a lot of differences between them. And sometimes people might think, well, all paths lead to heaven. All lifestyles lead to the same place. We're all sinners, so what's the difference? Well, we're going to look at that. And, you know, we see that Saul and David are very, very different. And, and first thing we notice is that, remember, when Saul was chosen, he was good-looking. But at first appearance, it seems as though there's nothing special about David. When Samuel says to David's father, hey, God has something special for one of your sons, uh, David's father, Jesse, 
didn't even call David to come in, right? So I don't know what he was thinking. Yeah, he's just a young kid. God isn't going to work in his life, right? But, but it seems as though there was nothing special about him. In verse 7, when it says, The Lord said to Samuel, Do not look at his appearance or at his physical stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord said, uh, The Lord does not see as man sees. For man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. In other words, that God is more concerned about what's going on on the inside than what's going on on the outside. Now, I think this is the first thing that we learn about David is that God looked at his heart. You know, the Bible says David was a man after God's own heart. And, you know, when we think about what's going inside of somebody, what's going on inside of them, it's hard to see, right? It's hard to judge what's going on in someone. But, but in our culture, we don't care about what's going on inside. Do you realize that? I mean, I'm not talking in the church. I'm talking in our society as a whole. We live in a culture where many people judge people, and look at people exclusively on the outward. They could care less about the inward. God made us all, and, and God loves us all. Galatians 3.28 says, There is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither slave nor free, there is neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. In Colossians 3.10 it says, And have put on the new man who is renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created him, where there is neither Greek, nor Jew, circumcision, or uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave, free, but Christ is all and in all. So God looks at who you really are on the inside. And in verse 7, when he, when he says, uh, for the Lord does not see as man sees, for man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. In other words, God is concerned and wants to know about what's going on inside of you. God is more concerned about who you are on the inside than who you are on the outside. And, and as I said, you know, pop culture emphasizes outward appearance. Now, when we look at Saul and David, Saul was taller than everybody else, good-looking, Mr. GQ. And with David, it seems like there was nothing special about him. In verse 12, he says, so he sent and brought him in, and now he was ruddy and bright-eyed and good-looking. Now, this verse 12 describes David. David's probably 15 or 16 years old. Ruddy means he had red hair. David had something that God was looking for. David was a man of integrity. Now you say, well, what is integrity? Well, integrity is who you are when no one's around, who you are when no one is watching. You know, you think about it at work. Uh, how do you function at work when the boss is not around? You know, Psalm 78, 72 says, uh, speaking of David, so he shepherded them according to the integrity of his heart. See, integrity is something that David had. And uh, integrity, some synonyms are wholesome, complete, whole, innocent. Now, those are not words that we use on social media, right? Wholesome. Uh, I don't know if they're banned, but uh, innocent, right? But, but David was a man of integrity, right? I mean, uh, and really integrity is how you act when no one is looking. See, David shepherded the sheep when no one was looking. And over and over again through the Bible, it, it tells us that, that David was a man of integrity and, and that God wants us to be people of integrity. See, God wants us to be aware that he sees everything about us. God sees what we're doing at work or at school or wherever. And how do we act when no one's watching? Now, all of us know people that when the boss comes, they act busy. And when the boss is not there, then they pull out their phone and start playing uh, Pokemon or I don't know what. Uh, what people play, uh, or watch videos on their phone, or, or oh, I, I guess I'm, I'm probably uh, a little out of touch here. What they do now is get on Instagram and TikTok, and whoa, look at that. Whoa, 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 right? I mean, so, uh, because they got to get their eight hours in, they got to spend some of that time at work. But, but here's the thing. It's not a person of integrity. If your company hires you to do, you know, elect electrical work or plumbing or whatever, and instead of doing the work they hire you to do, you're, you're scrolling TikTok or Instagram or Facebook or whatever, right? And so 
David is different because he has integrity. But see, the Bible says God sees things different than we do. God values integrity. And David, over and over again, was not only a man of integrity, but he was a servant of God. In 2 Samuel 7, 4, it says, The word of the Lord came to Nathan, saying, Go and tell my servant David. And then in Acts 4.25, speaking of David, it says, at whom by the mouth of your servant David. So David was a person of integrity, and he was a servant. David was a faithful servant to God in the little things when no one was around, when no one was watching. See, that's what God sees. How do we act when no one's around? How do we act? What do we do when no one's around? What do we look at on our phone when no one's around? Or our computer, right? And, and how do we act when, when you know, you're at work and no one's there? And you can either work hard, with a, as a person with integrity and be a servant like David or think, well, no one's here to watch, so now I can stop working and get paid to do nothing, right? How many of you have ever had a job where they pay you to do nothing? Raise your hand. If they hired you and said, look, we're just going to pay you, we don't want you to work. Raise your hand if you had one of those jobs. I almost had one once, but I mean, uh, I worked for the government. But anyway, uh, we should edit that off the tape, right? Uh, the, the, right. No kidding. I told my boss, like, hey, look, anyway, I won't tell you the story. But, uh, right, but, but God wants us to be people of integrity, to be people who are servants all the time, right? Remember what Jesus said in Matthew 20, 26? He said, hey, you church people, well, he said it to his disciples. They were arguing, who's the greatest in our church? And what did Jesus say? Matthew 20, 26, whoever desires to become great among you, let him be your servant. See, God wants you to be great. But how does he want you to become great? To be a servant, to serve people at your home, at your work, at your school, wherever you're at, uh, you know, at, at church, right? And, and so David was a servant, and he had integrity. And, and, you know, integrity in being a servant is, is doing what you should be doing when no one watches and no one's making you. You do it because of your relationship with God, that you work hard because you, I'm doing this for God. The Bible says that when you become a believer or a Christian, then you do what you do as unto the Lord. You don't just do it just for the paycheck, but you do it for God. And see, David was a shepherd, protecting his father's sheep, killing lions and bears, protecting them. When nobody was around, no one saw. I mean, if I was there and I was watching your sheep, right, if a bear came along, I'm like, hey, go ahead and eat that lamb. There's plenty more where that came from. <laughs> like, I wouldn't be over there challenging him, right? I mean, David was an awesome man, right? Reminds me of the two guys that were camping uh, here in Idaho, and, and uh, they saw a bear, and one of the guys starts putting on his tennis shoes, and the other guy said, hey, what are you doing putting on your shoes? You can't outrun the bear. And the guy said, I don't have to outrun the bear. I just have to outrun you, right? Oh, he wasn't, they weren't Christians, but, uh, right? But David was faithful, right? In the little when no one was looking. And I think this is so important because when you look at Saul, Saul cared about what people thought and not about what God thought. David cared about what God thought. David recognized when no one's watching and I have menial little things to do, am I doing it with all my heart? See, David served God and with integrity and just faithfully protected those little sheep uh, when no one was watching, no one knew what he was doing. He didn't have to, but that's because that's who he was on the inside. And see, remember when John the Baptist baptized Jesus in Matthew 3, 17, and said, and suddenly a voice came from heaven saying, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. At this time, Jesus is around 30 years old. He never preached a sermon. He never did any miracles at this time. No one knew who he was. He just worked in a carpenter, carpenter shop. Yet, the father says to him, this is my beloved son in whom I am already well pleased. What, what, what is he talking about? Well, obviously, Jesus was a carpenter. Every table that he built, he built it with integrity. He didn't cut corners and say, oh, I can, you know, cheat a little here, cheat a little there, right? In every business transaction, he was honest, right? And, and so Jesus lived in integrity. David lived a life much like Jesus, where many of his years were in obscurity, 
where, as it relates to men seeing him, that, that he lived his life right before God, even though people didn't know who he was, even though people didn't see him, right? And that's what's different about David. When we study the life of David, David was a person who did what was right before God when no one was watching. And, you know, Jesus had 30 years of obscurity and three and a half years of public ministry. And when you think about that, you're like, wow. For much of us, most of us, much of our life is going to be like that. The work that God is going to do in our life is going to be in obscurity. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. We'd like to share with you a couple of things that are going on here at Calvary Chapel. Calvary Chapel Caldwell is now hiring full-time and part-time positions for our exciting Calvary Kids Learning Center. If you enjoy working with children from newborn through kindergarten, please give us a call at 453-9653. Positions are Monday through Friday with our availability to fit your schedule. To learn more about these exciting opportunities, please call 453-9653. We look forward to meeting with you. Calvary Chapel Caldwell would like to invite you to our Saturday night service at 7 p.m. This is an alternative for those who cannot make it to our Sunday morning services. Like us on Facebook at Calvary Chapel Caldwell or check out our website at calvarycaldwell.com. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. on the CW channel 2.2. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truth in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. If you would like a copy of Pastor Bob's message today in its entirety, you can call us at 208-453-9653 during the hours of 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. If you're not currently attending a church and are in the Caldwell area, we'd like to invite you to one of our services. We're located on the corner of 10th and Everett, right across from the library in downtown Caldwell. You can also visit us on the web at calvarycaldwell.com. If Today in the Word is ministered to you and you would like to support this radio outreach ministry, we encourage you to pray for us. You can also partner with us financially. Simply visit calvarycaldwell.com to make a donation. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. May the Lord bless you, and may you have a great day. Today is the day you will.